Oh, no, we've got Terry Layton ready to go. I'm not going to the news just yet because what a day it is over there in Perth. Their carnival's starting to heat up. Look at these races today. The Lucky Great, the Lucky Grey Stakes for the three-year-olds at listed level. Um, the Farifa Stakes at listed level. And then we've got the Listeer Stakes, which is a traditional lead-up to their number one race, the Railway Stakes. Hello to you, Terry. Hello, Gareth. How are we? I'm very well. It's nice and early for you these days. 7.26 across in the west. A big hello to our WA friends. Uh, what are we doing? I know the scratchings aren't in just yet, but do you like this meeting? Uh, I, don't, I don't mind the meeting so much. I feel like the carnival starts today to some degree. We've obviously got the Placid Arc next week, which is the official kickoff for the, uh, for the Pinnacles. How many, how many meetings are you getting across for for the Pinnacles? That's a tough one. I don't know if they want me back in WA, so I've got to sort that out with my travel arrangements. Um, we've got Queensland with the Inter-Dominion, Hong Kong International Weekend. I'm going to New Zealand for the Ready for Run sale, but I wouldn't mind getting there for Ollie's final day or even Railway Stakes Day, which is always one of my favourites. So um, we'll see how that goes. Let's um, get one of your nine personal assistants onto it to, to get you across, even it's just for a Milo, few hours, mate. Milo might be able to go over there and run a mark and... I think he's still trying yeah. to find that phone that he broke after <laughs> Miller's two-year-old got beaten the Karakata that day. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm still I'm still recovering from calling uh, Amelia's jewel home in the uh, in the in the, uh, the quokka uh, about six yeah. months ago as well. So yeah, dearie me, I, I don't know if I need to see Miles all that often. It tends to lead to me having a sore head for a week or two afterwards. So. And, and, yeah. and do you know what, Tez? I, I love WA. WA is part of my fabric. You know, I got a lot of great friends and family over there. I'm just a little concerned that it will be glorified locals type of carnival. I have, it's not I have even, mate. The locals, when you talk about it being a glorified local, it's the opposite to a glorified. It's just the locals carnival. I wish I had one or two of mine that had a little bit of talent that uh, were capable. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's look at the railway stakes favourites. Al Safina goes good, don't get me wrong, but just seven days ago, it's been beaten by Maricino, who had seven yeah. more kilos in it, and Pikey gave Al Safina a 10. Um, so that's your favourite, but beaten by a horse at 200 to 1, who, in all fairness, should be favourite this week, which is absolutely wild. Um, so it's going to be thin. And then you've got your, your major lead up to the winter bottom, and the Quinella um, at weight for eight level was run by, was won by a 19 and 84 rater, which is like barely above 78 plus grade. Um, and they've sort of cleared out from Red Can Man in third. So it's, um, dearie me, if I, if I had an Eastern State with a little bit of ability and a rating that, creeps me into one of these races, I'd be I'd be jumping on a plane getting over here. There's a million and a half dollar races yeah. giving away it's basically. A, it's an interesting one because there's so much money over in the east with the prize money today on Champions mm. Day. And this used to be the day that you just you had to watch closely. Even last year horses like Cascadian and the like heading across the, the Nullarbor for the carnival. But this year there'll be no representation I would imagine from Godolphin. Um, Chris Waller is desperately, I think, trying to send one, maybe an Ozapinko, but he'll have to prove himself in a Sir Rupert Clark. But he would be a short price favourite, I reckon. Now, if you give him the green light, Ozapinko, for I don't know if you'd handle Ascot that well either, but um, he's definitely got Group One quality, and he's probably a Group One horse on his day, Ozapinko as well. And so, yeah, there will be some in, interstate um, horses going over there, but. Um, 
Yeah, at the moment. Well, one, the one thing I'll say, you're in a good position in your line of work to probably make a buck or at least point your listeners into making a buck as well because yeah, as soon well, as you hear about one coming over, overpasses one last week. The moment they said it was coming across for the winter one, or very likely to be coming across, it was sort of $15, $16, $17 into $6, $7 with every single agency. So the moment you hear one's coming across, and be wary that they're not coming across for northerly instead of a railway, depending what their rating is. I mean, what's what's Tuvalu's rating over there? Because it's, it's meant to be coming across. It'll be top weight, yeah. It'll be top weight for a yep. railway. Well, Marachino is now 100. And, yeah, it'll be exactly yeah. right. So, do you want to back it because it's now it's being supported in a railway, or do you want to hold fire and and um, and get more stuck in in the northerly, which is a weight for age and probably more suitable? But again, if if the railway stakes favourite is being beaten by Marachino with seven kilos more, Tuvalu can probably carry yeah. four kilos more or five kilos more, depending what the Lindsay thing Smith will be in a railway. Riding to hey? success. Lindsay Smith probably could put the silks back oh, on and probably. ride into success. I thought you were going to say Miles could probably ride into success. And yeah. the way this is looking at the moment, it probably could too. So, Let's yeah, hope Tuvalo's anyway. over there. Let's hope Tuvalo's over there and Lindsay's still got that relationship with Donna Reardon because Donna's just killing it at the moment. She might improve Tuvalo. Mate, she is. She is. Yeah. Bob's been waiting for one of these trainers to sort of put their hand up and say, you know what, and it's obviously about the cattle they get as well. But, uh, Mickey yeah. Grant them started well for Bob, but it's sort of tapered a little bit. Tucker Hyde's looking okay, but um, yeah, no one's really just sort of grabbed the bull by the horns. And um, I'll tell you what, did you see Western Empire was sold uh, a couple of weeks ago? Did you see yeah, who it went got... to? No. Grant Nalana. Oh, there you go. Isn't that going to be... I wouldn't imagine that as a story. <laughs> imagine that know. as I a story. I don't know how much um, of the... Um, the petrol tickets they left in the in the tank when it left, and the, mate, the, who knows? No one's no one's had the, been able to get it back. But Grant and Alana can, and if there's any horse that will be a project for them to get winning a railway stakes or Nordley, it will be Western. They will spend twenty three hours out of the twenty four <laughs> on this horse to make sure that they make him um, feel good, and they've obviously got the key to him. So, and Ray Williams took out the pacing cup last night in WA, so they're on fire mm-hmm. at the moment. The Williams family. All right, mate, we need a winner. How do we go about an that? Easy today? game for them. Uh, I'm mainly going to focus in the last uh, race nine, number twelve, Pearly uh, Nudgey Nuggets, the most probably. Um, and I think this is an overly deep race. It's been pretty much a trickle of money since this horse opened at ten bucks. I'm quite short. It's still each way at around six fifty, so I'm very happy with that price still. Um love the trial. Love this horse last prep. Looked a work in progress for SJ Miller. Um continually drew wide, had to snag back. But if you watch the trial and even first up it just about jumped first in both and was restrained. Uh first up I think Brad Parnham lets it roll like Pikey did on he's got wings who eventually won the race. Um, I think it would have been gone hard, very close to winning. So expect from Barrier Four to Brad to let it jump, land somewhere near them. I, I don't, I don't think it's completely impossible to lead. I don't, I don't think it will lead. Um, but when it won its maiden, it actually led throughout. So if play that funky music, uh, who would be most people's leader on paper doesn't want to take it up. Um, it wouldn't surprise me completely if Brad Parnham ends up in front. So easy favourite for me. And on a card, if I was only having one bet, that would be it. So race nine, number twelve, Pearly. Nugget, there's a couple more. Um, they're a bit short now. Like in the Apprentices Challenge, yesterday, Diamond Scene Race 3, number 5, was $3 plus throughout betting. It's now 240 I'm not taking 240 in an Apprentices Race. That's a, that's the quickest way to end up in a uh, a mental asylum, to be honest. But uh, Lukey Campbell is the best jock. Uh, I think Diamond Scene's the best horse. It's the right combination, but 
the one thing is, if you're going to take shorts in an apprentice's race like this, you're going to have horses making mid-race moves, you're going to have weird tempos, you're going to have... It just turns into a very, very messy race where luck can play a massive part, and I just don't think 240 is the luck price there. So keep an eye on that if we can sneak back out to something nearing three. Um, same as in race five, I really like the Cosmic Crusader Destinea Quinella. Um, I wanted to back Destinea as well, but I think the price now is about 220 to 350, which is bang on. Um, just keep an eye on that price. But uh, I don't mind uh, that race as a Quinella. They look the speed maps too. And if we can see three bucks, or even for a same race multi or something along those lines, I think that's um, very good betting. Um, what else we got? Uh, a little bit of a roughie in the, um, in the three-year-old feature. This has already drifted. 20s out to 60s. Usually when I'm talking to you about one, I don't mind. They're uh, they're already the other way around in betting. But um, this one's out the door, and I reckon it will keep going. And I might be completely wrong here, but it won't cost as much at 60 to one to have something on. And that's uh, race number seven, horse number 12, Kermit's Luck. Um, plenty of respect for the favourites. A lot of good men wrote them in to play. Um, not as much respect for pleasure crews, but I just don't think any of these are a real, I don't know, none of them have real fear factor, or I don't know if any of them have real high ceilings. And I, I loved this bloke's maiden win. Um, I love the fact Clint jumps off Massimuno. He's going to go around a third of the price, and that was by choice because he likes this horse. Um, they haven't ridden this bloke with cover yet. I, I just think it might be a nice horse. Um, needs a lot of luck from the gate, but as I said, it's 60 to 1 now. We'll probably end up seeing 100 to 1. So happy having something on. Definitely should go in your quaddy and go wide in that leg of the uh, of the quaddy too, Gareth. All right, mate. You enjoy today. We appreciate your time as always, Tess. Thanks, mate. See you right away, though. Yep. There's Terry Layton now. Let's take the news.